recording. Yes, we are. Hello and welcome to Dragging the Table. <sighs> that was terrible, but that's what it is, everybody. Welcome to this episode number 13, I think. Yeah, number 13. I am uh, very hot. Very hot. And not looks-wise. I mean, I live in Florida, and it's very hot. But the good news is, is even though I've been... I, 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 yeah. Hey, talking, that's what I do for a living. Just kidding. It's what I do for a hobby. That's why I'm not very good at it. No. I've spent most of this entire week uh, with a having to drive a truck with no AC in it. And that's pretty cool when you work outside. So I just basically go from job to job and sweat my freaking face off. And uh, it's fun. You know what's funny is like I was just thinking uh, about I don't know going to a sauna because like I don't sweat anymore. Um, because just the nature of my job now, like I just am not. I'm not out there freaking pushing shovels like I used to, so I'm just not sweating with the same vigor that I used to for, I would say, the majority of my work life. So I've been, and I hate running, like I have a treadmill, and I run on it, and I hate every second of it. Like it's, it's, I think part of the problem is that it faces a wall, and even if I put something in front of me, like I put a screen in front of me to look at, like it's just... My brain cannot get over what's happening. It's like, hey, bro, you're literally going nowhere. So what are you even trying to do right now? Trying to trick me? Yeah, I know we're not going anywhere. And also, if you trip and fall, you're definitely going to die alone because no one's here and uh, your face is going to get melted off by that treadmill track. I think about that every time I get on that treadmill. I think about tripping and falling and being knocked out and waking up to having half my face torn off by just that sandpaper belt because I just, I I mean, you would think you would wake up, right? I would imagine you would wake up, but I, it depends on how hard you hit your head because I did, I don't know if I've mentioned it on this show before, but the quick version is, is when I was a kid, like 14... I think I was 14. I got hit by a I got hit by a minivan walking across a street and it hit me and what I've been told is that I flew in the air and I landed on my face and I slid on the ground and it was very disturbing for everyone to see but I immediately like sat up and was like let me out of here. I'm fine. I'm like bleeding from my face. There's pieces of road stuck in my cheek. Uh but I don't remember that. Like, I don't I don't even remember it hurting until much, much later. Like, after I left the hospital later. Well, no, I take that back. There was a moment in the hospital, hospital where it hurt really bad because they made me clean my own face. Like, they basically, they basically gave me, like, a Brillo pad and were like, Look, bro, you can do it or we can do it. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm doing this because I definitely don't need someone else scraping my face off uh so that hurt when I like had to rub pieces of the road out of my skin that was pretty neat um why was I telling you this story uh yeah so 
Excuse me. So I just don't know. I don't know if I would wake up if I hit my head hard enough because it's just like con- a concrete floor. I freaking bash my noggin off of that. Who knows if I'm waking up or even if I do, maybe I'll just pass right back out. Because I definitely, pa- whenever I got hit, I definitely passed back out. Because I don't, like like I said, I initially don't remember the sitting up and telling everyone I'm fine. I don't remember that at all. But what I do remember is, like, vaguely I remember, like, seeing the sky uh, because I was on my back. And people, like, crowding around me. Uh, I remember that. And then I remember being out again. Or, and then the next thing I remember, I was in the ambulance. I'm so sorry if I've told the story already. Next thing I remember, I was in the ambulance. And I was... I was, uh, I saw the guy do the thing that you would see in the movies where, like, the evil doctor is, like, he flicks the syringe and he squirts a little bit of the juice out and you're, and that's how you know something evil is about to happen. Like, in case there was any confusion, a flick of the syringe and a small squirt, that meant you were about to get poisoned. And there is only one antidote, and I have it. And whoops, I slipped and it dropped. Oh, no. But there was a second antidote in a safe in the Arctic. And now it's a race to the Arctic. Luckily, the the fast-acting poison starts to slow in the cold, so you'll have time to make it to the Arctic, maybe. Will you get the antidote? I'll never know. Uh, Because I'm not, I don't, I didn't watch the end of the movie. But I saw that, and I was like, hey, man. Like, I woke up just in time to see that, and I was like, hey, nope. The guy was like, what? I was like, you are not putting that in me one bit. No. And he's like, uh, it's going to help with the pain. And I just kind of like, look, I wasn't feeling pain. I do remember that. I was feeling no pain. But I remember looking at this dude and looking at the girl that was with him, and I was like, is there anything I can actually do to stop you? And the guy was like, no. And I was like, all right. And I just passed back out again. I woke up in a cat, uh, what I later found out was a cat scan, which was pretty cool to wake up to that noise and have a piece of, I don't know, just like something basically, basically be in a room for your head that's so small that like your nose is almost touching whatever it is. Like that's a cool place to wake up. I don't even know if I'm explaining that right. Like the... The thing that they put me in, like, I couldn't, uh, I don't, if I had, like, lifted my head an inch, I would have bashed my forehead against the, the, the ceiling of the tube I was in. I, I don't know. People know what CAT scan things are, right? Sure. Am I recording? Wouldn't that be interesting? It'd be the second time in two days that I hadn't been recording. Um, so that happened, and I remember freaking out because I knew I didn't know what was going on at all, and I tried to move and couldn't. So that was also a cool feeling. It was a cool realization followed by a cool feeling. Hey, I'm in a very small room, a small tube of some kind, and also immobile. Didn't even dawn on me that like that could have been from breaking my neck. Like I think they had just numbed me so that I wouldn't wake up and be like, oh my god. Uh, and then I already talked about the rest. I had to later rub the freaking, oh yeah, before, when I, whenever they told me to, I had to go and clean my face out, I remember 
going to get out of bed and, you know, the hospital bed and flip my legs over to the side and standing up and almost falling directly onto my face. Like my legs freaking gave out, son. They were done. And, uh, you know, I walked out of the hospital that night, which everyone said, said was a miracle. And I agree. But for like the next, I would say seven to maybe, maybe even seven to 10 years after that happened. Because this happened, like I said, when I was like 14 or 15. The next seven to 10 years, I could tell about 30 to 40 minutes out from when it was going to start raining. Because my leg would just set on fire. Like, it would just hurt so bad. And without fail, uh, it would start raining within 30 to 40 minutes. It was the weirdest thing. And, and and it was weird that it became a thing because it was my superpower for a while. And then eventually it just went away. So now my superpower is allergies. I can sneeze 50 times in under a minute. Like, I sneeze so much and my nose and face puff out so much when pollen enters the atmosphere in just that certain super special chef's kiss way. Ooh, so delicious. I love it. It's the worst. But yeah, so that's my superpower now is a runny nose once a year for like three months straight. So that's pretty That's pretty cool. That was a fun trade-off. By the way, I would take that pain, even though it rains a lot here in Florida, because, can I tell you, that was a very handy power to have, especially when you work outside. Because I could just, like, time... I was, like, I could time everything perfectly. Like, hey, man, it's like, why are you packing up right now? I'm like, eh, I just feel like I should just get my stuff gathered. And then ten minutes later, ba-boom, raining. Got him. That's me, old Mr. Got him. I, yeah, I wonder if the, I I don't know, because I I remember as a kid hearing people say that they could get that, they would get that thing, but I never knew why. The thing of like, oh, my arm aches when there's a north, there's a nor'easter coming. Every time I know it's a nor'easter. I don't know if that's a thing, but I feel like that's a weather thing I heard of maybe in Jaws the movie. But I couldn't tell you why, uh, if that's true or not, because, again, I'll never, I'll never check. I'll never watch Jaws again. I saw it once, maybe twice, and that's enough. You've seen one shark eat a guy, you've seen them all. You've seen all the sharks eat all the guys. The only shark eating a guy you need to see after Jaws, there's only one shark movie you need to see after Jaws, and it's not Sharknado, it's not Sharknado 2, it's not even Sharknado 3. I. It's none of the Sharknados ever. I'm pretty sure the movie is called Deep Blue Sea. And that is a movie, if it's the correct movie that I am thinking of. It's a shark movie that features your favorite and mine, Samuel L. Jackson. Which, sidebar, whoever decided to name him Samuel L. can go directly to hell. You go to prison because you named your son something terrible. What did I say that movie was called? Dead something? What the heck did I... Deep Blue Sea. Or was that the movie with the... Uh, the guy that died in a car accident, ironically. Thomas Jane was in that movie. Oh, a person named Saffron. Ah, uh, what? IMDb gives it 5.8 stars. How dare you? This is the only... This is basically the sequel to Jaws. Let's see if it has an actual synopsis. 
searching for a cure to Alzheimer's disease. A group of scientists on an isolated research facility become the prey as a trio of intelligent sharks fight back. They fight back? And you know how they fight back? They are super intelligent. You know how? Because they know the perfect time to strike. Oh, oh, are they strategic? Strate- strategists? They're strate- They're very strategic sharks. Why do you ask? Because that is a movie where Samuel L. Jackson says, all right, everybody, gather around. I'm about to tell you how we're going to get them their sharks. First thing we're going to do is we're going to, and then a shark comes out of the water behind him and bites him in half and brings him down and eats him. And that's how Samuel L. Jackson exits the movie. There's no there's no mystery. He's not going to come back with a second eye uh, with a patch over it. There's not going to be two patches over those eyes. Nick Fury is not coming back from this one. He has been bitten in two. And that's why that's the only other shark movie you need to see. Go ahead, at me. Tell me another shark movie I need to see. Because you're going to tell me another shark movie that I'm going to... I will buy a DVD copy of it to throw it away. I'll throw it away, and I'll break it first, and I'll take a picture of it in my trash can and send it to you. I'll DM you with it. Be like, hey, that's what I think of your shark movie that you sent. Dumb. Shark Tale. No one likes it. It's another shark movie that's not Sharknado. The one with the uh, Ryan Reynolds' wife that was in Gossip Girl. Dumb. A hundred yards away. A hundred yards away from land. The movie. Hey, if I was only less than a hundred yards away, maybe I could make the swim to land. But there's a shark around this rock I've gone to that's a hundred yards away. I'm Gossip Girl. I am XOXO Kisses Gossip Girl the movie. You're welcome. Have her and Ryan Reynolds done a movie? I feel like that would be good. Oh, yeah, they did do a movie. It was Green Lantern, wasn't it? Was it Green Lantern? That one I'm not looking up. I'm going to assume it was, and I'm going to... Here's my assumption, is that they met and fell in love on that movie, and that's why that movie is worth it. Well, I was going to say that's why it's worth it for Ryan Reynolds, but I'm sure the paycheck is what made it worth it. I'm sure being able to call back to that years later in Deadpool 2, maybe? Definitely Deadpool 1. It might have been Deadpool 2. Not sure. One of the Deadpools. Being able to call back to that and be like, ha sick burn on me, Ryan. Made it all worth it. Because if nothing else ever happened for Ryan Reynolds, the human, Deadpool 1 and 2 are maybe the greatest thing he ever did. Ryan Reynolds, we salute you. This episode goes out to my good friend, my confidant, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, I love you. You've always been a great friend to me through all these years. I can't believe I forgot the name of your wife. She was definitely Gossip Girl, though. On the last episode of Gossip Girl, she was revealed to be Gossip Girl. Blake Lively is her name. And I knew that by looking up the movie, the show Gossip Girl. My wife and I watched a lot of Gossip Girl. Plus, that guy, Penn Bagley, Bagagley, Mr. Chest Hair, I think he was on that new show that's fantastic. You. Yep, he was. P.S. That, okay, this will be the last thing I say. Do you hear this? 
Joey Diaz is here. Hey, Joey Diaz, how are you? Joe Rogan? Wow. Guys, I'm trying to do this show. I'm wrapping it up. God. So rude. Can't believe those guys just get out. Just go. I'll get high later. <sighs> so the last thing that I'll talk about is the television show you quickly. If you have not watched the show you, if you're a guy that wa- that listens to this show currently, dragging the table the show, and for some reason you saw you the television program on Netflix and thought to yourself, ugh, another romance TV show that I don't care about. You were right, okay? You were technically right for about two minutes. And then it steers as hard and fast as it can into crazy town. Like, it, why I love that show, why I love the show You, is in the first episode, it does the thing that, like, in every show that I watch, like all these, like, CW, like the DC shows, like all the, I don't know, all the TV shows we watch that are actually on TV and not on Netflix, my biggest problem with all of them is I find myself once an episode, at least once every two episodes, saying just out loud, if this show has any balls, it'll do this. And it'll be like, kill someone, or have someone say something that's messed up that you know you wouldn't normally say, and they never do. They never kill the person, they never say the thing, they never do anything. And I swear to you, I promise to everything, we, wa- we were watching the first episode of You, and I was like, this show would be so much better if this dude was actually just a weirdo creep. And then, as if the show was like, DJ, guess what? You are God now, and you speak things into existence, so here you go. Here is the television program, you. Whatever it was before, it's something different now. It's what you wanted. See what I did there? And it goes crazy train. It goes crazy train, and I love it. You will love that show. I promise you will love that show. It's so good. It's so good that if you don't like it, I will give you your money back. That's right. I'll give you every dollar back for that show. So, with a money-back guarantee like that, I don't see how you couldn't watch a television program such as that. Plus, it had the guy from Gossip Girl in it. The one we all know and love. Who was Blake Lively's love interest, maybe, or brother. I don't know. Uh, so that was it. That was the episode. We did it. We're all, we made it to the end. It was longer than I thought it would be. It was not about any, I had notes today. Like I wrote out notes, didn't even begin to, to look at them. So there you go. That's what happens on these sometimes. So my name is DJ. If you would like to contact me in any way, which I know you don't because you never do, but if for some reason, lucky number 13 is the one you've decided, you know what? I'm going to fire off an email to him. Well, you can do that by emailing draggingthetablepodcast at gmail.com. And if you're like, I need a more public display of emotion, well, then you can go to Twitter and at table dragger is the way to find me there. Shame me in public. DM me. Oh, man. Can I tell you? I don't know if I elicit enough emotion from people to hate me so vehemently. But if I do, I, I actually cannot wait for the day 
that someone DMs me something terrible and I can screenshot it and post it. Like, I'm never going to intentionally say anything to make anyone mad, but my favorite things, some of my favorite things are when people are, like, uh, disproportionately mad about something you said, and it was, like, something that you thought was innocuous. Like, I am actually good at that. Like, not the hateful mad, but just, like, I don't even know if that made sense. I feel like I just called myself out for something I don't do, but whatever. No one's, I'll put it this way, no one's going to be screenshotting any DMs I send them where I'm like, hey, you suck and I hate you. Because I don't, I just don't want to put that kind of gross into the world. So anyway, uh, yeah, and if you want to just be super cool and awesome, like, uh, uh, I don't know, three of the coolest people I know because they've rated and reviewed me on iTunes. They have a special place in heaven, all three of them. I've I've allotted it. I've cleared out the, the acreage because those three are maybe the best of you. Be like the best of you and go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts or the internet and just type in dragging the table the iTunes and it'll probably bring you there, write a review, put five stars, and you'll be like, wow, I did my good deed for the day. And I agree, you will have done it. Did I talk too long about that? Did I make this episode 20 minutes? Because I decided to go off on telling you that you should rate me? I did. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. Anyway, so thank you for listening. I love you all. Uh, oh yeah, there is... A, there is I said, I don't know how many episodes ago, I'm like, hey, once a month, I'm going to pick a person and I'm going to I'm gonna do a little expose on them. Not in a bad way. And I have started it, but God dang it, man. It is harder than I thought it would be. Like, I wrote out a bunch of stuff and I said it out loud and it was like, I don't know, two minutes worth of words. And I was like, hey, man, what do you, what? How much do I have to, how much do I, how much knowledge do I need? So it might be longer than a month, but the... The whatever I'm going to call it is coming at some point, but I am working on it. Anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been Dragging the Table. I've been DJ. Keep dragging. Yeah.